Hello, it is March the 7th, 2012. This is Wes Fryer. I am here with Adam Zadro, who has transitioned from the K-20 Center at OU to Yukon Public Schools as a librarian. But we are looking at the K-20 Alt website, and I'm wanting to share this out so that folks will know about this amazing resource. And as we think about lesson planning in Oklahoma and Common Core and ways in which we can basically leverage our work by not having folks reinvent the wheel because whenever somebody you know writes a great lesson plan if it can be publicly shared and licensed in a way that lets other folks use it uh, there's just a ton of great work that was done over the last three years and so when adam showed me this i said hey can we record a quick podcast so adam tell us just a little bit about yourself first of all how'd you come to k20 and then i'll We'll just continue. I'll, I'll ask you more questions about about it. So. Cool. Well, I started out as a middle school English teacher, um, and really fell in love with the literature side of teaching English. Um, so I began exploring some, exploring some options on um, perhaps getting a, a master's degree in uh, library and media through some conversations with some college buddies of mine. Um, found my way to the K twenty center as a graduate research assistant where they paid for my library certification degree um, as well as got me hooked up with this program K20 Alt um, where I found myself for about three years um, and then as I transitioned out of my master's and was looking for a full-time teaching job in a library I found my way here to UConn. All right, very good. Well, the K20 Alt website is just k20alt.ou.edu, and it does stand for Authentic Learning and Teaching. For folks who, um, let's say, are just educators and are interested in good lesson plans, let's kind of approach it from that way, and then we'll get some more background. What does the website offer today that teachers in Oklahoma should know about and can utilize? Well, there's kind of two different faces to our website Um, and I think the face that would be most readily available for our teachers even while listening to the podcast um, is just our our lesson plan side Um, and we basically have just offered up a a wealth of information just kind of a bank of lesson plans and videos for quick hit use for our teachers Um, so by simply going to the k20l.ou.edu you will see just a navigation pane to the right um, that has uh, the kind of umbrella subject areas of the lessons that we offer. Um, and so just by clicking on a, on a specific subject area, it's going to take you to a bank of lessons that you can uh, navigate through. And we've also got a, kind of a search engine over here. If I know specifically that, it, let's say I'm looking for a, a lesson in figurative language, I can type that in. And uh, it's going to take me to everything that we have on the site um, concerning figurative language as far as our lessons are concerned. Those lessons are going to be complete with step-by-step instructions on what the teacher needs to do, what the student will be expected to do, um, sample question ideas, what to expect as far as student responses, handouts, past objectives, and now we're transitioning to those common core standards as well. Um, and those are all downloadable as Word documents, as PDFs, and if there are other formats that you need, um, they can get those for you as well. 
So that is great. I'm definitely on a quest to uh, try and encourage more lesson plan sharing and just also an awareness of what's available. We've got different national and international projects. Curriki, Discovery Education has lesson plans. There's different repositories, but this is a uniquely Oklahoma project. You said there were about 1,700 users, so talk a little bit about how these lessons came to be submitted. And this was basically a a three-year process that funding was available. So how did these lessons come to be in here? And we've still got folks who are are members of the community. How can they submit once they've joined? Um, The lessons came to the website in in a couple of different ways. Um, First and foremost, the the group K-20 all was put together <clears throat> excuse me, to serve uh, a population of teachers in the state of Oklahoma that we felt were being underserved, and that was the alternative education teachers uh, in all our alternative schools around Oklahoma. Um, our content specialists in math, social studies, science, and English were actually putting together lessons to serve that population. Um, and so the original lessons that went onto the website were these lessons that we were creating in partnership with these teachers to serve their specific students. Um, we would collaborate in subject areas. They would offer up ideas. We would help them kind of refine those ideas into legitimate lessons. Um, and we would put those lessons up through collaboration on our website. Um, as the program began to kind of morph and change and grow, we realized that this type of interaction, this collaboration, was something that could serve the greater population of educators in Oklahoma. So now what you'll find are lessons created by the K-20 alt specialists, lessons created by the alternative teachers around Oklahoma, and then now we're starting to see lessons created by um, teachers in what we would call the regular classroom across the state. And teachers have the ability to um, request a group, which would um, basically give them space on our server to upload lesson ideas that they have. It gives them a place to collaborate via webcam in an interface we uh, we use called Adobe Connect. Um, and through those interactions, our content specialists at OU are able to, in a way, vet the lessons that are going up on the site because when a group is requested, um, one of our content specialists will latch onto that group and kind of serve as a mentor kind of a guiding force to make sure um, that we're following some following some uh, standards that we've set, some expectations that we're, we're looking at, where is this lesson going to fall in maybe Bloom's taxonomy? Um, is it project-based? Is this going to be much more of a, of a review type of lesson? Um, and so these groups kind of form around lessons. We'll spend, depending on the length of the lesson, two weeks, a month, six months, a semester, building this lesson or building this unit, and then publish it to the website. Wow. So we we do want to emphasize neither Adam or I are formally employed and related to OU at this point. This is a phenomenal resource that is is developed, and the K-20 Center is going to continue, we hope, to make this available. And and this is certainly an example out there. of how lesson planning can be shared together. And we want to give a shout-out Dewey Holsey. Am I saying his name right? Was a student who built this. When, when I heard this was all built in WordPress, I immediately thought of our Oklahoma City WordPress users group, which is always looking for speakers. But I'm, there's, I'm wondering here, you know, what are these plugins? You know, I'm, I'm thinking some geeky, having some geeky questions about how this was built. Um, let me ask, though, not on a, on a geek level, but just on a, a teaching and collaborative level, what would you say are some of the best practice ideas or ingredients to this that allowed it to be a place where, yes, you have 1,700 users and you've got a lot of materials? I mean, how, 
and I guess this is an advice question too, as people are looking for ways to encourage teachers to be collaborating, there was substantial funding available definitely for staff and for this to, to happen. What, what do you think were some of the best ingredients for this and, and maybe design principles uh, that you would recommend people embrace as they try and create spaces like this and invitations for teachers to, to submit lessons and to collaborate on the development of best practice lessons? Sure. I think the, I think the two kind of fundamental things, for lack of a better word, that we really looked for um, when designing and collaborating around a lesson or idea. Um, we really sh- strive um, with this website for everything that we put up to be centered around uh, a real-world problem, a real-world idea. Um, because what we're, what we're finding is that no idea is too small if it's, it's going to spur... Um, collaboration or if it's going to spur creativity, if it's going to spur problem solving. So apart from the technical side of this website, I think the the biggest advice that we have given to teachers that are wanting to collaborate around lessons is rather than bringing grand ideas to the table, um, bring problems that need to be solved. Um, because the conversations that simply come out of solving a problem, when you sit down and you've got a math teacher, a science teacher, an English teacher, a social studies teacher, all focusing on the same problem, expertise is going to kind of rise to the top and you're going to see those natural connections without having to go fishing for them. And interestingly, Lee Crockett was our keynote speaker at Heartland E-Learning yesterday and when asked, you know, what what he recommended for K-12 schools, you know, problem-based learning and focusing on solving problems and getting kids to solve problems was his number one recommendation. So that's that's very significant. What else in addition to the problem-based focus would you say were key ingredients? Um, I, I think that uh, and again, I mean, the, these all sound like extremely simple approaches. Um, we we came with the idea that no idea was too simple, no idea was too complex. Um, and we also came uh, with the understanding that uh, I think our two, kind of our mantra was um, exploration and fun, as, as simple as that sounds. Um, and we strove, even even in our <coughs> grammar lessons, um, how can we explore, how can we problem solve, how can we create a fun environment based around the four parts of speech. Um, and so I think another natural part of collaboration is bringing fun to the table and exploration um, and kind of this sense of, not to sound too fairy tale, um, how can we infuse kind of that childlike wonder back into even, say, a high school classroom. Awesome. All right. Well, we didn't want to make this too long. It's been about 10 minutes. So we want to direct everybody to, again, k20alt.ou.edu. It remains to be seen how this will grow and morph with our Common Core standards and, and changes and changes in funding and things like that. But it's definitely out there, and we want to encourage people to visit it, take advantage of it, and uh, also contribute to ongoing conversations in our state about how to collaborate. So thanks a lot for taking the time today. Thank you.